This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform so you can find, track, and close deals all in one place. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has held his first press briefing since he was released from the hospital last month. Austin was hospitalized for two weeks to be treated for complications for surgery for prostate cancer. He did not immediately disclose his medical condition, not even to President Biden. Today, Austin apologized for keeping the public in the dark. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have also told my team and the American public. And I take full responsibility. I apologize to my teammates and to the American people. Now, I want to make it very clear that there were no gaps in authorities and no risk to the department's command and control. Still, members of Congress have asked Austin for details about what happened and why they were not informed in a timely manner. President Biden is set to hit the campaign trail today. NPR's Mara Eliason reports he plans to visit Michigan. President Biden will attend an event with the United Auto Workers Union, which endorsed him last week. But he's having trouble with another important block of voters in Michigan, Arab-American voters. They're angry about Biden's support for Israel and its war with Hamas in Gaza. White House officials say the president did not consider domestic politics when he decided how to respond to the conflict in Gaza. They said Israel was attacked by Hamas on October 7th, and Hamas leaders say they plan to repeat those attacks again and again. But White House officials say although Israel has a right to defend itself, the president has also been pressing Israel to limit civilian casualties and stay within the bounds of humanitarian law as it attacks Hamas. Mara Liasson, NPR News. Yesterday, former President Donald Trump met with leaders of the Teamsters Union in Washington, D.C. He is seeking to pull organized labor support away from President Biden. It's not clear whom the Teamsters Union will endorse. European Union leaders have overcome a block by Hungary and approved a multi-year budget that includes aid for Ukraine. Terry Schultz reports the meeting was held for the sole purpose of changing the mind of Hungary's prime minister. EU leaders met for just a couple of hours before Hungary's Viktor Orban agreed to a deal amended from the one he rejected in December, allowing $54 billion of aid to Ukraine between now and 2027 as part of the bloc's multi-year budget. Orban has held up many EU decisions requiring unanimity, especially when they're linked to Ukraine and Russia. In December, it was only possible for the bloc to agree to open membership talks with Kyiv because Orban agreed to leave the room while the other 26 voted. Polish Prime Minister Donald Tusk said at the summit that the EU doesn't have Ukraine fatigue, it has Orban fatigue. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz in Brussels. On Wall Street, stock prices are mixed this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down more than 14 points. The Nasdaq is up nearly 60 points. The S&P 500 is up 12. This is NPR. The first of two major storm systems is plowing into California. National Weather Service lead forecaster Bob Oravec says today's system is moving south. The uh, the atmospheric river that was aimed mostly across northern and central California yesterday is is progressing more towards the southeast and will be taking aim at mostly southern California today, uh, Los Angeles, the San Diego area, including the, the mountains to the north of Los Angeles and the mountains to the east of San Diego. The second storm system will hit California late this weekend and bring more heavy rain, snow, and a chance for flash flooding. A judge in London's high court has dismissed a claim for damages by former President Donald Trump. 
Villa Marx reports it related to the so-called Steele dossier about the Trump campaign's alleged links to Russia. The judge ruled that former British intelligence officer Christopher Steele's advisory business called Orbis would not face trial because Trump's claim fell outside the statute of limitations. Steele compiled a controversial file on alleged behavior by Trump that was made public early in his presidency and included alleged details of bribes made to Russian officials and, quote, perverted sex acts. Trump had argued that some information was inaccurate and so breached his right to data protection. Judge Karen Stain did not rule on the accuracy of the documents, but insisted Trump had, quote, no reasonable grounds to bring a claim for damages or compensation using data protection laws and, quote, no real prospect of winning. For NPR News, I'm Bill Marks. Authorities in Boise, Idaho say three people were killed in the collapse of an airplane hangar under construction. Nine people were injured, several critically. The Boise airport says its operations were not affected by the collapse. This is NPR.